On this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, we talk about Wanted Dead for the PlayStation 5, more PSVR 2 talk, still talking about the Activision Blizzard merger with Microsoft, new news has come out, Sony's playing dirty, is there going to be an end to the chaos? And we're already six years into the Nintendo Switch. With rumors of a new system coming out, what do we at Third Party Controller Podcast want from the successor? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Libra. We... Beto Esparza. And Mr. WrestleMania, Joe Ramirez. Welcome back, everyone, to another week of Third Party Control Podcast. Yes, it's the podcast you come to for all the tips, tricks, all the stuff you want to know in the video game world and sometimes in the wrestling world because Joe will share. Oh, I'm in the thick some, of it right some now. Of it. He's in the, he uh, loves the thickness of all the wrestlers I, around him. That's uh, not what I But meant. that is where he's going to WrestleMania, baby. I actually talked to a coworker the other day and I was like, Bro, you're going to go to WrestleMania? My buddy's going to WrestleMania. He's like, I sold my ticket. I'm like, oh, why? And it was for certain reasons that drugs. I will not discuss in this. No, 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 it wasn't hookers. drugs. But I was like, when I heard about it, I was like, you know what? That's all right. It makes sense. But you had to get hookers better instead of that? Yeah. Pretty much. He had to get hookers. But, yeah, we're back. I I, I, oh. I, uh, I wish him all the best because, you know, I don't want to, I wouldn't want to say anything to jinx myself and have to not go. So Yeah. Uh, Joe, Joe. I mean, you might to uh, link this because uh-huh. everybody, everything has to be linked. Joe actually hoard himself to get those tickets from <laughs> Joe, Jesse's friend. Yeah, that's I didn't want to bring it up. Dude. You had bad <laughs> fucking yeah. But uh, Joe's gonna be right front and center, holding a sign, holding a sign saying "When's bring, Marvel?" No, bring Punch Out to oh, yeah. Nintendo Switch. He's gonna hold. I'm gonna I was make also him gonna that, say that. I'm gonna make him that my sign. My seats. I was also gonna say my seats are too good. Uh, are probably too good and way too expensive for your friend to have. So no, okay. okay. I didn't buy that. I didn't get them off. Do okay if I if I if I <laughs> give so you, fucked up. <laughs> if, I, if I make you a sign so, that says bring Punch Out to Nintendo Switch or a new Punch Out, will you at least hold it up for five minutes? No, because I'm not one of those fucking idiot loser. But it uh, won't be you. It'll be me in spirit. So I'll be one of those loser idiots who does that. It's like an AEW fan thing. I remember, dude, some, somebody ruined a fucking awesome moment when Daniel Bryan won at WrestleMania. They put up a stupid fucking sign right in front of the camera where he, he was celebrating. I was like, oh, that, that, fuck, what it that say? sucks. I don't, it's some fucking stupid shit that I don't uh, know what it is. Yeah, but what... Well, signs are so 1999, Jesse. Signs are like Attitude Era. Besides, Jesse, it's a... It's a anyways, if I, if I said that... It would it would just be a moot point because we all know Nintendo's not bringing punch out back, so what's the fucking point? Joe, take a sign that says "Bring back Tatsunoko vs. Capcom." I'd be more likely to do that than fucking punch out because <laughs> that could actually that could actually happen. Punch out's not coming back. You're crazy, You're crazy. You're crazy, Joe. But that's how we are here at Third Party Controller Podcast. So let's get to it. Beto. Can I just spell it though? Is it Tatsunoko? Oh, that's going to be like Tatsumaki. <laughs> <laughs> Tatsumaki. What's up? Boo! Hey! What's up, fuck? Hey! 
stuff. Brizzy would laugh. Been doing things. I ain't even been watching Dragon Ball, dude. <gasps> I don't even remember what happened last. Oh my god. Um. Yeah, dude. I didn't play shit. What? 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 Why no? Why no video games? Why no Dragon Balls? Mm, I haven't had the the balls. I had the balls to to watch or play. No, just been chilling. I'm I'm I've been reading the first Harry Potter book. All right, yeah, it's pretty cool. Getting ready for uh, Hogwarts Legacy. That way, like I know what's ha- happening. Yeah. If there's any callbacks, I know. Yeah. No, I just I wanted to just start reading more. Uh-huh. So I I I want to read a book and then watch the movie. So I'm gonna do that. Um, but I'm almost done with the first one. It's cool. I'm liking it. Um, I I like it because I don't remember the movie that much. So it's cool. It's gonna be kind of like, it's more fresh. I'm mean, not gonna be fresh, but more like a, um, like I'm reading, reading or experiencing that for the first time. Uh-huh. So I, dude, I read it like fucking. I mean, I saw the movie like fucking more than ten years ago. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're watching that. We're reading that. Um, but yeah, I just haven't really had the feeling to play. I mean, I played a little bit of a Papers Please. You ever play that? Yeah. I played a little bit of that, but it's Did you play even... that because Super Mega's playing it? They were playing it, and I was like, I want to play that again, because it was mm-hmm. actually a fun game. Um, but you just, like, got to pay attention. Pretty much like a game mm-hmm. where you got to pay attention to detail, uh, and you get punished for it. I like the music in it. There's a, the song in it. It has, like, a very 80s, like, Russian, Eastern Bloc-sounding theme to it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. But, nice. yeah, didn't really play much other than that. Um, yeah. What about you, Joe? What's up, fool? What's up? Um, I just, yeah, I'm kind of like you, but I'm not really, haven't really been playing a whole lot of stuff. Um, just been busy, uh, work, training, um, got to get myself in shape for WrestleMania. You know, they may want to sign me. I don't know. <laughs> Logan Paul might tag him in. You never know. He could. He could. It's very, very possible. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's, you know. No, 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 nothing really new on the game front. Actually, you know what? I, I will say, I, uh, I had some time, and I was on the App Store, the uh, uh, iPhone App Store, the Apple App Store, mm-hmm. and uh, since it's coming out, so I was like, oh look, there's this new game. It's Street Fighter Duel. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And I downloaded it, and I've been playing it for a little bit. What is it? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it has Street Fighter characters in it, and like, you know, they fight, but not like a regular fighting game. It's free to play, so obviously, you know, that's like, you know, it's it's all about like grinding and stuff like that. We have these little missions, and you go and do them, and they fight on their own. The little smaller characters, everything looks nice, but the little mm-hmm. smaller characters it's all like kind of three on three matches and. You kind of go through the stuff until you hit bosses. You go on these little quests, and then like uh, like when your super fills up, you you and you hit the super for one character, and then you can like chain chain like three or four of them as you go on. And uh, it's been really easy so far. It's just button tapping, but you know, like most free to play games or games in that nature, strangely addicting. But are you ask me like, is there any skill involved with it up to this point? No. They're just hitting buttons and watching them do super combos. And not like the souped up graphics, like even when they did, you know how they did the um, Street Fighter 4, uh, like the iPhone version, where it was kind of like yeah. 
kind of like playing like you know you know it's like a, a dumbed down version of Street Fighter Four, but it was like that. You're like you're doing super combos, but it's these like small characters, and they're you're on this little like this battlefield, like there's quests and shit like that. So I'm sure I'm gonna get bored of it soon, mm. but for the time being, it's strangely addicting. You unlock characters, you know, it's got all the trappings of your typical fucking free to play game. Um, it's just Street Fighter. So that's just it's been like you know like on breaks at work, I was like, yeah, we play like 15, 20 minutes, do some stuff unlock some characters and you can like if you get multiple of the same characters you can like upgrade them like you could take like oh there's three characters and you can make them into something uh, make them into one stronger character it's kind of kind of that whole like card it's card building but they're not really don't say cards it's just like yeah you're collecting these things and yeah it's it's definitely a street fighter game per se but it does have a lot of street fighter elements to, to it um and yeah i thought i figured i know when i was playing i was like oh look at this let me see what this is and then as like I said, as I got going, I was like, oh, this is not what I expected. And then I was like, strangely still playing it. But I'm sure I'll get tired of it pretty soon. But I have put in like, <laughs> put in a few hours, like between oh, my yeah. breaks and everything. <laughs> I'm like, fuck me, man. Why am I still playing this shit? But yeah, that's, that's how they get you though, you know? That is how they get you. There's all these little stores and shit like that too. And it's like, oh yeah, you, every time you log in, you get one of these things free. And every other, you know, like every street day you get free stuff. And then, and then, and then after the free stuff runs out, then they're like, "Oh, you can buy this for like ninety-nine cents, or or buy the season pass for nineteen ninety-nine. And you know, it's just it's funny how they throw all that shit at you, where you're like, oh, "Look at this." So that's pretty much it. What about you, Jesse? What's up? Uh, I'm still continuing theater rhythm on the Switch. It's been really fun. I have no complaints. Going through the different music of the Final Fantasy series, uh, still going through that. Joe, you were not. Technically, you weren't here. You fell asleep on on one of the previous uh, streams. Me and Bethel got around yeah, to talking. Yeah, <laughs> you you not streams, but the last podcast. You um didn't hear our discussions about PlayStation VR two and, and what we thought of it. And at the moment, I, I came out of PSVR two. Out of all of us, I was like the only one that was really enthused to try it out. But when I came out of it and my experience with PSVR two, I came out um very underwhelmed. Because I had I had streamed it for the first time and there was like technical problems and things didn't work and I had to go online to figure out why the right controller wasn't working. It was a huge mess at the beginning, but when I finally got things to start playing, I, it just didn't hit at a certain like what I was expecting, like what I was hearing from previous reviews where people were already having the the PSVR two. They were speaking very highly of it. And I didn't disagree with most of the the reviews or, or things that some most people were talking about, but I came out of it expecting more because of the praise of it, right? But when I was streaming Mega Man and I, I was ending up my stream, I said, hey, uh, on Wednesday, I'm going to stream something else. Would you guys want something old? You want something new? And right away, everyone's like, PSVR 2, stream PSVR 2 again. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, I'll stream some PSVR 2. So I got ready to play some PSVR 2, but even though I had played that originally, I did stream, uh, or not stream, but I did play after playing the first time PSVR 2, uh, I ended up buying Gran Turismo 7 because I was hearing a lot of great stuff about Gran Turismo 7 and VR, and I'll have to, I have to say it is very impressive. Like, it's it's really good. I don't know, Beto, if you want to speak real quick about your experience with PSVR 2. You had a short time with it, but you got to experience some some of the things. 
Yeah, I liked the. Uh, um, for, for me, I just I really liked um, the Gran Turismo. That was fun playing that because uh, you could look around your surroundings and stuff, and you can like even use the rear view mirror and the side view mirrors, and you can look to your blind spots and stuff, so like you're actually driving. So it was mm -hmm. cool playing that. Uh, I didn't play it that much. The one I played more of was. Um, uh, Horizon, the Horizon game. Yeah, uh, that was cool up until the combat. I didn't care for the combat because all you're doing is strafing, uh, strafing rather. You're all you're doing is strafing, and then you're not you're not able to move laterally. So mm. you're just moving side to side. So it, it that made me not like it so much. Like oh, yeah. everything was fun, experiencing that world up until the combat. But I understand. I mean, you're moving around. It it'd be difficult to make a game where where you're moving around um, fast. Yeah. So I I, I understand why, but that kind of bummed me out that they couldn't do something else. I, I don't know what they could have done to make it more fun, more more mobile. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's the only thing that I didn't really care for. So that was pretty much Joe. Like our initial initial and my initial experience uh, with PSVR two, I was very underwhelmed. But also during that discussion that we had a few weeks ago, I made assumptions of this, uh, of a few things. I assumed uh, because I didn't know how my only experience of VR was the first PSVR and now PSVR 2. So, of course, it is a huge improvement over the first one. But I just assumed that other VR headsets like um, Steam's Valve Index or whatever their VR is and the Oculus or now it's the MetaQuest, that those were probably better um better they had better screens or whatever in the headset but after after my experience with psvr 2 i was like man there's something i'm probably doing wrong because it looked good but it didn't look that great uh i still saw a screen door kind of look not bad but not not horrible but i i felt like am i doing something wrong am i am i setting up PSVR 2 wrong so I watched a ton of videos and I found a video of, of people talking about it and someone did explain that hey you really have to mess with the headset until it looks really good for you it's not like just yeah. pop it on and like you really have to mess with it so for me you have I to have calibrate to, it for your yeah. for your own taste yeah but you, like I have to kind of push it the, the back down and hold it pretty high and then tighten it pretty tight just so it stays still um, I found out some other things that you can do and basically found out that no when it comes down to it psvr 2 is actually the most impressive on the tech side mm -hmm. on the market it's the only vr uh right now it's the only vr headset that actually has oled screens in there so that's why you get the richer colors the darker darks so i just assumed that it it, it wasn't up to par with other ones so mm -hmm. i watched a video that did because every other video was like, oh, the screen door effect is is gone. But I still saw it. So I was like, is something wrong with the headset? Is it not? But in this video that talked about, yeah, the headset is actually OLED screens. No one else has that. And he did bring up the screen door effect and said that is something because you're basically, you're looking at a TV screen up close. So you're going to see the screen door effects, but it's not as bad as the first one. But also, Sony could have mitigated that by better, just some better lenses instead of using certain lenses. But in, but in all, he did say, hey, it actually is, for the money, the best VR headset on the market right now due to quality. So I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's cool now that I know for sure. 
But yeah. anyway, now going back to my stream on Wednesday, you know, now with more time with PSVR 2, I'm starting to like it more. Now that I know what I'm doing, now that I know that I, you honestly do, for me, I have to even mess with it more just to get that sweet spot so it looks good. But damn, is Gran Turismo 7 the best thing to show off and the best thing in VR? Like I was playing it and I did a few races in VR and the craziest thing, and I heard someone talk about this, but it was funny that I reacted in a completely different way. Uh, I'm racing in a track and it's slowly getting darker, not like quickly, but I noticed that the sun was getting darker or the sun was going down. So it was getting darker and I'm driving and I'm, I always look at the rear view mirror. Cause that's the cool thing. You can look at the rear view mirror or the side view mirror to see if the cars are behind you. When I looked at the rear view mirror, there was a car right behind me and it's beams were bright. And I went like that because it was so bright and it hit my eyes. I just liked it. it was like that reaction, like in real life where it's like, Oh fuck dude, turn off your high beams kind of shit. Yeah. That was really cool. I, someone told me, Hey, they're saying that no man's sky in PSVR two is really cool. I downloaded that cause I, ha I have that version and it gives you the PS five version for PSVR two. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> no guy's pretty fucking crazy. That one's really cool. I finally got to try out a demo called uh, Song of the Spire? No. Song of the South? Not Song of the South. I wish it was Song of the South. Um, I forget what the, the game was. It was cool. But I came out of PSVR 2 more impressed than I did the first time. The only thing I have to knock... Dude, I don't think I could do VR that much anymore. Yeah. I think I have to limit it to an hour. Mm. Because I got... Uh, it wasn't the worst motion sickness, but I noticed from my first time now to the second time, something stays with me. It lingers. The motion sickness stays with me for two days. And I'll feel weird. I'll feel off. You you ever get like sometimes when you know you're going to get sick and you're like, I don't feel, yeah. I don't feel right. That's how I felt the first time I, I wore it. And I feel that way the second time I wore it. So... Yeah, dude, I just don't think... I think if that, I just have to limit VR for like an hour. I can't do more than that. So, but other than that, I, I came out of the PSVR 2 more impressed and enjoying it more than I did my first experience. So. Uh, but there are some cool stuff. I, I mean, when, when it comes down to it, man, and we've talked about it, uh, there was an article. I was going to bring it up, but I'll just I'll just bring it up here that Sony Sony feels that it this will outsell the first PlayStation VR. But for that to happen, they have to just put out software. That's that's, that's what it all comes down to. And there are people coming out with stuff that was on PSVR original and giving you the upgrade version, but it's a there's a price tag of $10. That's what it seems like right now with a few games like uh, The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, the first one, they announced a few days ago like, oh yeah, hey, you know, you get the PSVR 2 version for free for 10 bucks. Upgrade. If you already had the original. So I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool, but that's still like it would have been cool if it was just a free upgrade. But yeah, anyway, yeah. I, I'm enjoying it more. I just, uh, I just think I have to limit an hour because, yeah, it doesn't, I don't feel good after. So... Last night I had some free time and I was like, you know what? I want to play something. I'm going to play this game. I have it. I've had it for a few weeks. I haven't gotten around to it yet. I'm just going to play it for an hour. I'm going to stream it. I found myself playing for fucking three hours because I had such a good time. But holy shit is Wanted Dead 
so much fun because of how very bad it is. Yeah. But fun. It is it is great. I was having such a good time. It it feels like a people have been saying it feels like a PS2 game. But now but I, I, I would say it feels more like a first gen PS3 game. It doesn't control that well, it doesn't move around that that fan, you're fighting the controls a bit more, but when you figure it out, you're like, oh, okay, I could do like 10 swipes, but I have to back out real quick and kind of sidestep or do other things. But, uh, dude, the dialogue is fucking cheesy as hell. The voice acting is so bad, but it's like charming. And like when I was streaming it, everyone, everyone, everyone enjoyed what I was playing. But yeah, it had like, yeah, it had an old school feel to it. Um, it's made by the same, it's made by people from Team Ninja. So the people who worked on Ninja Gaiden and Dead or Alive, but it doesn't feel anything like those games. I, I just, yeah, no, it was, it was cool. I, I had fun with the combat. There's some gunplay in it. Also, you can do some like really cool final kills once you kind of bring the enemy's life down. So you'll have some enemies that are shooting you. You have some enemies that are going to, uh, knife fight you you can either choose to knife fight them or shoot them yeah it just felt very old school very clunky but it had a b-movie feel and it was it was fun i had a, a great time with it yeah wanted dead it was cool that's on just regular it's not on vr yeah yeah, yeah it's just regular it's just oh, a regular okay. hack and slash third person yeah. th- third person but yeah man dialogue is shit <laughs> i like it and a lot of people were kind of comparing it like oh th- this is like the de- uh, deadly premonition I think uh, Deadly Premonition's got more charm, but it's it is it's in that area. But I I I would give it more of Deadly Premonition. Like I think Deadly Premonition was like a very unique, different type of thing that was really weird and fun. Uh, this one yeah, is too. I, th- I think I think uh, Deadly Premonition had the whole like you know whether they said it or not the uh, Twin Peaks fucking yeah weird vibe to it that not you know that it's hard to get right yeah and i think wanted dead just feels more like a yeah low budget 80 sci-fi movie that's set in 2020 it's like the 80s made a movie set in 2022 basically think demolition man but not as good acting because no one could be wesley snipes and sylvester stallone you know it's like you got the b version of wesley snipes and sylvester stallone but uh yeah, no, man. I, I really, I did. I honestly was like, oh, I'm just gonna play an hour and I'll be done. No, I fucking stayed up till like one in the morning. <laughs> that was, I don't know. I, I knew what I was getting, but I felt like I was running a risk, right? I was like, this could just be dumb fun where I just play it once and I'll never touch it again. But I don't know. Yeah, I just really enjoyed it. It was cool, man. Wanted dead. Do I recommend it? Eh, if you like that type of stuff, it's not. Again, it's not gonna play well. It's not gonna function well. But there's just this charm to it. There's just this charm that I like. If you hit it on the mark, it's fantastic. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit.
Hello, you're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. U.S. games retailer GameStop has reportedly canceled all in-store pre-orders of Resident Evil 4 Collector's Edition. First highlighted by Twitter user Wario64, GameStop employees reportedly received a memo informing them that physical stores would not be receiving the Collector's Edition and the orders were to be canceled or exchanged offered. Online orders are reportedly unaffected by this issue, GameStop is yet to comment. One customer who reportedly contacted their local store was told that pre-orders from the Collector's Editions have been cancelled across the board. The Resident Evil 4 Collector's Edition includes the game, a steelbook, a statue, and Leon Kennedy, an art book, a poster, and a digital soundtrack. So, more information of this did come out, and GameStop did come out and say that all in-store pre-orders for the Collector's Editions were cancelled, and a, a good amount of online orders for the collector's edition of resident evil 4 were canceled as well so many of you might know uh my cousin ricky's he's been a person in this podcast who's been on here and talked and all that stuff i quickly when i saw that also online orders were canceled i quickly messaged him and said hey did your resident evil 4 collector's edition get canceled did you do an online in-store and he's just like, so far, I'm waiting with, like, I'm waiting for that email. And so far, he, it's been like two days. He has not contacted me. So it looks like he's good. But uh, I said I'd pray for him. And But yeah, uh, what do you guys think of this? The cancellation of a collector's edition that people have pre-ordered. Did you pre-order? No. No? I didn't pre-order it because I already got my favorite Resident Evil remade, even though Resident Evil 4 is amazing. Yeah. Resident Evil 2, I have that collector's edition. I'm good. And after I, I couldn't get... COVID happened and something fucked up happened with my Resident Evil 3 collector's edition. And I couldn't, I oh, never yeah. got it. So because of that, since I don't have that, I'm okay not having Resident Evil 4. <laughs> but also, Beto came in clutch and got me a copy for my birthday when that came out. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. No problem. But what do you guys think of this? Uh, um, GameStop canceling pre-orders... Uh, what do you think of it? What would you say to people who pre-order? Good. Fuck that. Because they should have come out with the with the chainsaw controller instead. Oh, you're right. You're right. Fuck this collector's edition yeah. with Leon as a statue. It should have been con- chainsaw yeah. controller. Seriously, what are you going to do with a fucking Resident Evil statue at this point, guys? Bro, you I put mean, it in your collection fucking... of Resident Evil stuff, bro. <laughs> no, it's... No, I think... Trust me. You know what? To everyone that ordered the fucking collector's edition with the statue... Believe it or not, GameStop's doing you a fucking favor. They're like, listen, <laughs> you're already a fucking loser. You don't need that. Just, just, you don't need it. Just put it fucking... You don't need it. I'm sure you have 13 other statues of fucking Jill that you, you know, masturbate to. That's enough. You have enough. Hey, but you, don't, you, don't have, you don't have a good one of Leon, though. Yeah, you need the Leon one to kind of wait it out, you know? You have the Wesker one. That's fine. That's good enough. I mean, not all of us can get a pot figure of Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. It's true. It's on you know, display at my so. work now. With the ring. With the ring. Get it right. <laughs> so all you other ones are losers. Uh, However, you know, I didn't... I didn't... I, okay, two things. Didn't didn't have to buy it. My brother gave it to me as an early birthday gift. Mm-hmm. Number two... No, you said you told him to get it for you. I told him to pick it up for me, and then he told me he gave it to me for he saw here. It's an early oh, birthday so gift. Oh, so he kind of... Thank cut... you. I love my brother. What if... And number two, I didn't pre-order a fucking game to get it. 
quote, if there was a game, you would have done it. What if it was Legends of Wrestling 3? The last time I ordered a fucking collector's edition of any fucking game. Oh, uh, can I guess? Can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah, I think you know which one it is. Oh, no, actually, no, I don't. Street Fighter 4. You don't? Shit, what was it? It was GTA 4 with the fucking... (gasps) Oh, you did mention that, yeah. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, that was the last one I got. It wasn't Street Fighter 4? What came out first, Street Fighter 4 or GTA 4? I don't know. GTA 4 did the little locker thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. GTA 4 was first. Yeah. I still have that. Yeah. I have two. Yeah, no, I just think it... You know, it sucks, but it also shows you that... Uh, hey, man, when you pre-order, you're not guaranteed that shit. Whether, whether it was GameStop over-pre-ordered or Capcom was just like, we're only sending you this many you know, manufacturing or whatever. Yeah, it sucks, but... What's their track record on other uh, collectibles? Like, I, like no, no, this is, like, seriously, like... Because mm-hmm. we've always heard stories of, like, you know, like, oh, you know, like, in the past, we were stories of, like, oh, this is going to get a special collectible statue or a figure, and then you always hear, like, horror stories of, like, it was fucking shitty or it was, like, a really low-quality, you know, uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Does Capcom have a pretty good track record? Like, are there fucking... The collectibles that they give, whether it's a statue or anything, pretty pretty solid. Never no no arguments, the, no complaints. The Leon one that I have for Resident Evil Two is actually looked good. I would say it looked better than the the picture, but I think I saw the Jill one in person, and I was like, oh, I'm kind of glad I didn't get that one. And sometimes they look good, sometimes they don't. Even with like a look, I like getting collector's editions and stuff, but I am very picky. I have to either see it or pretty much be sure that it's not going to be crap because. There are certain ones like when The Last of Us Part Two came out. There was um, an Ellie one. The statue I thought it looked like shit. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not gonna pay money for that. I, w- I, w- I wasn't gonna buy it anyway. But sometimes I'll see collector's editions of statues, especially PlayStation ones. Didn't they do one uh, the Kratos and uh, for the first God of War, not b- before the one before Ragnarok? Didn't they do a Kratos and uh, Atreus one? I remember. I know they did a Nathan Drake one for Uncharted, and that looked shitty. The now I have to give it up. God of War Ragnarok with Thor's hammer, that one was fucking cool. Yeah, I actually saw my cousin Janice had it. I yeah. saw it. And I helped that shit. You you did too. Yeah, that shit was cool. That I was like, all right, cool. But when they showed it off, it didn't look cool to me. But in person, it was actually really cool. Some things I'm like, eh. But for me, in in these type of things, it's like, yeah, it sucks. It sucks that that happened. But what are you gonna do? If it gets canceled, get it gets canceled. Can do, sucker. Hey, I wasn't able to get my Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild because Amazon canceled it on me, even though I bought it. I ordered it I the moment it went to, up. I wasn't even able to pre order the uh, Tears of the Kingdom one that she never went up anymore. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. What do you get with that? What happened? Awesome. What do you get with that? You get really cool. That's what you get. Yeah, you get fucking your badass. No, you get all the bitches. No, you, yeah. no, you, no, you don't. What, you get, what, what you get, comes with it? You, I come with it. I come on it. No, <laughs> yeah, no what do you get with the special edition of uh, that? They were like, what? Art book, steel book case? I don't even know what's in it. Yeah, I just want it. <laughs> it's in a cool black box, yeah. I think. And it's a clear white moon. <laughs> Orange juice on the street, trying to consume. Uh-huh. Trying to consume. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, it, you know, it sucks, but again... They either over-ordered or... Well, you can do... With how shitty they've been... GameStop? Actually, 
Yeah. Yeah. Like in general, I'd actually be impressed if they were like, we did it on purpose just to fuck with the people. <laughs> 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 to me, listen, we're, you're, everyone thinks we're assholes anyway, so now we're just going to just, like, we're just going to like dive into it and be yeah. assholes. You want to pre order this? We're going to cancel it on you. Yeah, they're going to be assholes. <laughs> like, we're going to close down anyway in a couple of years. So we're out yeah. of here. I, 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 and then I hope they like, they, they do the thing like they did in the UK where it's like, oh, you have, you have a, you have a, a trading credit? It's no longer good. Sorry. <laughs> Can't get anything for it. They did that in the UK. Yeah. It's fucked up. Starfield's release date has been delayed into the second half of the year. In an announcement. Shock. In an announcement video published on Wednesday, Bethesda confirmed that the game, which was initially planned to release in the first half of this year, will now arrive on September 6th. The publisher also confirmed that a Starfield Direct livestream will take place on Sunday, June 11th. Bethesda owner Microsoft also confirmed that Xbox Game Showcase will take place on Sunday, June 11th. Prior to the Starfield show, this would place it on the weekend between Summer Game Fest and E3 2023. Uh, for myself and everybody else at Bethesda, we are also excited to finally tell you when Starfield is coming out this year, said Todd Howard as part of an announcement video. We have poured ourselves into the game and even I'm surprised at how much we can pour. It is large. Howard also references that Starfield Direct, which is scheduled to take place in June, during what is traditionally thought of as E3 week. But also in this June, we're going to bring you into the studio and give you a deep dive into the game at our Starfield Direct. There's so much that we will still have to show you. I guess I was going to complain right now. Why do they keep saying Bethesda owner Microsoft when it's just like this Microsoft? Isn't it just a part of it now? But technically they bought the name too. Because Bethesda, for as much as I can care less about, is a brand that people like. So you wouldn't kind of get rid of that. I guess I get it. But uh, what do you guys think of this getting delayed again? Oh, I man. think this, if if it wasn't now owned by Microsoft, it would have been released like <laughs> last year with yeah. 10 fucking thousand bugs. Mm. So in reality, this is a good thing. I think, yeah. I think yeah. it's a good thing. It's like, they're finally just like, yeah, you know, we can't, we, we just, we're no, we're no longer uh, in the business of uh, releasing half-finished games because our, you know, we got bosses now and they're like, yeah, you should probably finish this game and before you fucking release it. So, uh, no, good. It, I, I, you know, I, I know it sucks. It's going to add to another delay, but I mean, you know, all, all that would have happened is, you know, we'd have a year playing a game that everyone would just be complaining about talking about how fucking unfinished it is and how fucking buggy and glitchy it is. Mm -hmm. And I think at this point, a lot of people are getting tired of that, you know, because there's so many other games that, that have done that and their track record for doing that is well known. So it'd be nice if they took the time to really, you know, do what you have to do to complete it so that people get a good experience. But Joe, you know, that's sure the Bethesda I... charm, Joe. If you're a Bethesda <laughs> fan, you just this is what comes with the game because they make amazing games, Joe. No, you're a fucking sucker. If, that's <laughs> you. if, you're a fucking, if you are a fan of their games and that's your fucking like that's that's your your defense, you need you can get fucking slapped because that's just stupid. However, I'm not saying that, listen, look, it's not going to be perfect. These kinds of ambitious, large games, uh, there's always going to be issues, okay? So, like, I'm not saying that it's going to come out day one and it's going to be fucking perfect. Mm -hmm. However, you know, we've seen what they've done in the past and we've seen how buggy and, and you know, glitchy and, and unfinished stuff was. So hopefully this extra time is actually going to help at least 
you know, mitigate some of that stuff from the past, and, that, and it'll be a somewhat more smoother experience. Look, these are different games. These are these are not the same thing. But it's... I'm trying not to compare them, but it's hard to not try to compare. But something like Elden Ring. Very different game than what Bethesda's doing with Starfield. You have this massive game that I'm pretty sure has a couple of bugs, but not to the extent that Bethesda games are known for. Like Fallout or, or uh, Skyrim and shit. And I think Joe hits the nail on the head really well is that like now they're part of Microsoft. Now you don't have an excuse we to just rush this shit. We don't do this shit right here. And also, and again, a different fucking game. Hi-Fi Rush came out with critical acclaim. Now again, no one knew about it. It came out of nowhere. People loved it. It was a very polished game, fun game. Again, very different game. I understand that. But I think coming out as a Microsoft title, as exclusive to that platform... And if you're as buggy as Skyrim or Fallout, I mean, Joe's right. People are going to be super negative. People are just going to talk shit. Now you're going to have the fans that are just like, well, that's just how it is. Which, you know what? You shouldn't have to deal with that. You shouldn't. When there's other games, maybe not to that expansive level, but have been pretty large, that have performed considerably better than, than those games. I just think they have so much to prove. And they have so much they need to do to really... Because, correct me if I'm wrong, besides Hi-Fi Rush, this is going to be the next big Xbox exclusive, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Hi-Fi Rush It's really the first big. Bethesda game that's next-gen. There haven't been, yeah. like, I mean, a, a, a truly Bethesda game. Like, I know we've had, uh, like, Doom Eternal and, and stuff like that come up, but... This is one of their, you know, they're positioning Starfield to be one of their flagship IPs similar to, like you said, um, Elder Scrolls and similar to Fallout. This is supposed to be in that vein. So, you know, a couple of things on that. It's going to be huge. More than likely, it's going to be a massive game. I, I don't doubt that because those games are massive games. So... The amount of cleaning up and tidying, I'm sure there's a there's a shit ton of that mm-hmm. in these types of games. You know, like it's so you know, and that's why I say like this game's gonna come out day one and it's not gonna be perfect. There will still be bugs. These kinds of large games, it's just inevitable. However, there's shit that has happened in almost every one of their releases of their past games that is that is really inexcusable. You know what I mean? And and so this is a good chance for them to at least nip some of that. Like I said, I'm not expecting perfection. By no means. This game will come out eventually and people will find stuff. And 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 probably some of it'll be, you know, like like you know, questionable, where you're like, Jesus, really they missed this? But I mean, with this kind of a large game, I think nowadays it's you know, it's it's hard to catch everything. But, you know, picture that increased like tenfold if this game was released last year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was announced that Bandai Namco has announced that the return of Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi series over 15 years after the franchise's last mainline entry. Revealed over the weekend at Dragon Ball Games Battle Hour 2023, a brief teaser trailer confirmed that the new game is in development. It doesn't have a title, confirmed platform, or release window yet, as the trailer simply said a new spark Sparking begins. Dragon Ball Z Sparking is the name of Budokai franchise in Japan. 
There's also an English version trailer that you can see online. I just kind of want to bring this up because uh, I'm a fan of Dragon Ball Z. Uh, for a long time, when I was a kid, back then, it was like, dude, there's no games at all. There was that Dragon Ball GT Final Bout, which fucking sucked, but you were like, it's amazing because it's great. Yeah. You would import some Japanese, you know, Dragon Ball games, Dragon Ball Legends, if I, if I remember the name correctly. Not great. But then we got the Budokai games, Budokai 1 through 3. Then the Budokai Tenkaichi games came out. Was never a fan of those games. I didn't like yeah. the gameplay. It's crazy, but there's a fan base to it, right? There's a fucking huge fan base to this. The more I hear about it, the more I talk about it, and again, it's just a teaser. There are expectations for this that are, I don't think will be met and people will hate it. And I say good <laughs> because those games, hey, you know what? People can find, can enjoy any game they want and people can make any game competitive. I, for me, it just was never, I, I, I always wanted a, a more refined kind of 2D fighting Dragon Ball game. And I remember there was a, a game called Super Dragon Ball. Which I remember playing and not getting that into, but it had a fan base to it. Mm. Uh, but when Dragon Ball Fighters came out, that was the kind of Dragon Ball fighting game I wanted. And Arc System Works did a fantastic job. It was awesome. It was basically M Marvel versus Capcom with the three on three and going all crazy. Um, but with the fan base that's in this Budokai Tenkaichi, this shit, I will not be surprised if it outsells Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, but I honestly feel. Just the name alone will sell it, but people will fucking hate it. And I hope it, I hope I'm wrong. I hope people enjoy it, but I'm not looking forward to this. <laughs> I've been very vocal on this podcast. I fucking love Dragon Ball with all my heart, but I am those I am a Dragon Ball fan that knows <clears throat> I don't get every fucking Dragon Ball game. I don't because a lot of the times they're not great or they're mediocre. And some people will will say, "No, it's amazing." It's like, "No, it's amazing because the franchise is great, but it doesn't mean the game is great." I have a higher standard when it comes to games for Dragon Ball, personally. For me. I know everyone's different. But uh, uh, I can't wait for this to be shitty and everyone to hate it. And I will sit back and laugh. But then I also hope it's what everyone wants and they have a good time. I don't know. Do you guys have an opinion on it? Uh, not really. I mean, I didn't really play the Tenkaichi games. I remember playing playing Budokai, um, Budokai 3 the most. That and, one's cool. And, yeah, I like that one. But any other ones, I don't remember very much. But I did like Budokai 3. Um, so um, yeah, I mean, I I have no really, uh, no opinions of this because uh, I I feel the same way. Like I, there's a lot of hype for all these. Even when Kakarot came out, people fucking were hyping all that stuff up. The only one that lived up to the hype was Dragon Ball Fighters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. So the more I try to get away from this, the more it just keeps coming back. We're back at talking about the Activision Blizzard, Sony merger, Microsoft fucking Sony's pissed, all that shit. All kinds of information came out. Microsoft confirms it will let Sony put Call of Duty on PlayStation Plus on day one. Microsoft insists that Game Pass prices will not increase as a result of Activision merger. Sony claims that Microsoft could release buggy Call of Duty games for PlayStation consoles. But also, I don't know if you guys saw the controversial stuff from Jim Ryan on February 21st, which explains why Sony hasn't agreed to any deals. Uh, Jim Ryan said, I don't want a new Call of Duty deal. Ryan reportedly said, I just want to block the merger. So that is what Jim Ryan said. This is all the news that's been coming out. We are continuing talking about this because it keeps coming out with information. 
But with that come to coming to light, what do you guys think? So I just need to start being a little bitch. That's what everyone's saying. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm getting to the point where, because you're hearing all kinds of sides of stuff. At least, again, this was behind closed doors. I'm pretty sure he didn't want this to come out. But at least he was just like, I just want to block the merger. That's That's what it's been. That's That's what what we've all been thinking that it is. I I was just assuming that that they were going to, like, he just wanted them. I I knew he wasn't going to take a deal. Like, hey, you get 10 years, right? You get 10 years. I thought he was just wanted them to be like, it's not going to be on Game Pass. I think that's all I oh. was assuming that he was going to want. He didn't want to deal. He, he just wanted to make sure it went to everything and you couldn't do it on Game Pass. But again, my look, this deal's going through. It doesn't fucking matter. This deal's going through. And you know what? I get it. I get why Call of Duty's a fucking huge thing. This is why it's becoming such a fucking shit show of a, a, of a thing. Just like you said, but the, being a little bitch about it. But... Do you guys think the reason why they're being as vocal, as outspoken as they are, even though they didn't want some of that stuff to be said, do you think it's just because if Sony, if Microsoft does something in 10 years where they go, now Call of Duty's exclusive to Xbox, let's say that happens because their deal with Nintendo is a deal that is signed and went through. If 10 years pass and then Microsoft goes, you know what? Yeah, Call of Duty, you can only play it on Microsoft's service, whatever. Do you think then that gives them the, not the right, but like ammunition to go, see, we told you they're the bad guys. This is why they're taking it away from you. We tried to warn you 10 years ago. Do you think that's what they're playing? I don't think so. I think think because it'll, like I said, I think it'll benefit them more to have it on multiple consoles. What about, you know, because sometimes I'm sure you guys watch it too, but Digital Foundry will sometimes do those videos on certain games like hey this performs good on pc or it doesn't or this performs really bad on ps5 but performs better on xbox do you think it's also something where if digital foundry does hey call of duty on both systems and goes oh you know it kind of dips here on ps5 mm. then sony goes see we're telling you they're sabotaging it because our system can perform why did it work but there's good already before? stuff that's like that sony though. sony would be stupid for doing that though because if sony speaks up about it and they're basically admitting they themselves will be admitting the game's inferior, which will force, which will make people not buy them. Sony doesn't work like that. Sony will mm. be Sony would ignore that shit because they want people to buy the game no matter what. Oh no, but like they if would. The game say... was a pile of shit. No, no, no. But if the game was a pile of shit, you know, it would have to be a pile of shit. If you're talking about random dips, you know that that shit just you know a lot of that just comes down to coding and programming. Yeah. If they come out and outright go, you see what this is what happened, that kind of shit. Like, now, like, what you're saying, like, way down the line, of course they could start that shit. But honestly, like, to me, they, they need to stop bitching about it. Because here's the thing, right? Is, is fucking God of War, on, and, and I know this is their own IP, but it's not on fucking Xbox, right? No. Now, they went and bought the developer. They went and bought them. So... In my opinion, they have the right to do whatever the fuck they want to do with it. Like, you know, you know, you know what I mean? Like, they, they have the, the fucking... They went and bought them. If Sony wanted this to happen, if Sony didn't want this to happen, they should have gone and bought them. I'm sure they, they reached out. You know what I mean? I think... You know, you go and buy them, you do whatever the fuck you want. Now, like Michael said, it makes all the sense in the world for them to put it on every console. Yeah. Which... Which, you know, like, Nintendo fucking... I mean, uh, Sony knows this. 
they just they, they're they're fucking angry about this whole thing and they don't want the fact that it's gonna like well because there's a very good possibility that the game is going to be free on game pass eventually and sony's uh i don't know sony will have to pay and they're concerned that that's going to cost people to go to fucking and buy consoles of uh, uh xbox consoles right Will it happen? Will 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 it not? I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. not. You know what I mean? Some people make, make some people don't want to fuck with Xbox. That's fine. But it's to me, it's just fucking silly. You know, this whole thing is just fucking silly. Like mm-hmm. like the lengths that they're going. And honestly, it's silly that Microsoft is willing to go this far to like be like, relax, guys, relax. It's just, in my opinion, it's fucking stupid. It makes somebody look honestly like little bitches. Yeah. What do you think of Jim Ryan saying, I just want to block the merger? I mean, that's just going... Of course you know, he like, does. Yeah. Like, it, like in, in in sports, there's sometimes that people block trades because it'll make a team too good. Yeah. Like, the, I forget what... The most recent, I can't remember, was a basketball team. Somebody wanted to get traded. I think it was LeBron before it still ended up going through. They didn't want him to go to the Lakers because they're just going to uh, pile on a bunch of great players in that team. And obviously, they're going to fucking win. So that's that's kind of kind of making it a, a similar um, like equating that to the same thing because they're they're buying all these fucking IPs, but the biggest one the, that LeBron James are getting, they they don't want them to have that. Like they want it for to be for everybody, and they can also be upset that fuck, why didn't we buy that? Yeah, they're yeah. still better about that shit. The thing that's the most annoying thing is for is is fucking we all know one hundred percent that if it was Sony and the other fucking if Sony was doing this, they'd be like. What do you mean? No, what's wrong yeah, with it? They yeah. be the exact same fucking yeah. thing. That's what's so fucking annoying about the the pushback on this. If if it was the other way around, yeah, it would it would it would have been the same thing. I I just think in reality, the only people that make those decisions is Sony of Japan, and they wouldn't have they wouldn't have purchased Call of Duty. No. But but in in the scenario of the, if they did, oh yeah, they'd be the yeah. same way. But what are you trying to do? What are you trying to do? Yeah. I mean, there was also some talks about. You know, Microsoft did say, hey, if we, you know, we're going to have it on Game Pass, you can have it on PlayStation Now on day one for your, or not PlayStation Now, but PlayStation Plus for your subscribers. Uh, a lot of people were saying. For a price. <laughs> what? For a price. What do you mean? Of course. Like, well, no, no. What I'm oh, saying oh, is, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. For Sony a, can make that happen. Yeah. Sony will have to make that happen. And yeah. that's going to cost money. But that's how shit works. They went and bought it. So now you're going to yeah. have to fucking pay now them. Now you're going to have to pay them. Goes. Yeah. But uh, someone had made a good point about that is like, okay, Microsoft is allowing you to have Call of Duty on your PlayStation Plus Plus service or what I forget what they call it. Uh, premium service for your subscribers but then the subscribers would be like wait i get this on day one but why can't i get god of war on day one or or these other exclusives so then it just makes sony look bad like wait i could get this on day one but like sure this one not on day one i'm like yeah that would that wouldn't make you look good yeah you know it's It's like having a a a rich stepdad and your dad's broke it's like look what he is He Which, me, he and then here's the thing: we still don't know if the subscription format is going to be the way to go or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like we talked about it before. A lot of that is depending on your your scheduling of, of your releases. Yeah. You know, if there's nothing out, there's no reason for people to pay for the services. Like, you know, and, we, and we're seeing that with Microsoft. So there's no like it's still all you know up in the air. Yeah. So it's the continuing fucking weekly conversation of the Activision Blizzard 
Microsoft merger. Hopefully this ends soon so we could just be like, yeah, now you can play Call of Duty on oh, Xbox Live. It's not a shit show, it's a bitch show. (laughs) Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League reportedly delayed again. Rocksteady Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League appears to be facing another delay. According to reports from Bloomberg, Jason Schreier, Warner Bros. has delayed the game from its May 26 release date. This comes after fan backlash from the gameplay shown in Sony's most recent state of play. However, as Schreier noted, delays like this are mainly for polish, rather than overhauling the gameplay elements fans weren't fond of in the last month's reveal. The information comes from an anonymous source with direct knowledge of the matter, according to Bloomberg. People heard this about the delay, and they're like, awesome, they're going to take away the microtransactions and all that stuff. It's like, it's too embedded in the game. They can't. It's it's what Jason Schreier said. It's just to make polish. It's to give distance away from the controversy. And then it someone also commented, too, that, uh, hey, where their release window was, they're up against all these massive games like you know tears of the kingdom and i forgot what other games it's better to be pushed out have people forget about it and be like oh cool suicide squad's out i won't pick it up for holiday i'm gonna get it for a holiday purchase for my kid or whoever my boyfriend my girlfriend uh what do you guys think i i don't care about the game anymore me neither even after like eat when it got announced i was like it's cool but then you started hearing about this stuff about the uh um all the uh Mike, Michael Trans Jackson's on there. It was just like uh, it kind of made me. I was already kind of not really into it, and then when that happened, I was just like, "Yeah, I don't fucking care for this anymore." Yeah. So I mean, they probably need more time. Warner needs more time to make like eighteen different um, day one release editions. We're gonna have the special edition, special collector's edition, collector's edition, double secret collector's edition gamestop edition that gets canceled get later GameStop edition, and then you're gonna have like 13 statues um got comic book for sure comic tie-in different from the yeah. comic book that's in the game so you exactly. have to buy that yeah but it tells the backstory that you need for you know basically issue three but you need it for issue one and two yeah good point yeah, yeah. yeah this is just uh yeah nothing's really gonna change it's still gonna have the stuff people hate it's just going to give a distance. That's all it's going to do. It's still going to be the same bullshit. And people are going to forget about it. And they'll buy it. Yeah, that's what happens. People don't care. They forget. Easily. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, and Gadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. Thank you for listening to 3PC News. We'll be back after the break. six years but it's been six years since the Nintendo Switch came out and today as we are recording this today's Mario Day March 10th yeah did you guys get do anything or get anything for Mario Day yeah what I got a Wendy's burger did you (laughs) (laughs) 
when, when Wendy's Burger did you get? Dave's double. I, I you know what? I, I think out of all the the burger restaurants, Wendy's is the least I've ever eaten at. Mm. Uh, but I don't hate it. It's delicious. Yeah. They closed the one on Vineyard. That's that. That one's been there forever. They closed that one. Yeah. When? I don't know exactly when, but we drove by it. I was like, "Oh fuck, oh, it's shit. closed." Just, now, just a little pointy nudge, like it's closed. The only one that's there, the only one that's uh, around there, is the Rose one now. The Rose one, yeah, um, yeah, that's crazy because I, I, I like that one. I, I, I have a feeling why, uh, why it was closed. Uh, it was always really slow. I would, yeah, get, my, I would get my food. Time. I would get my food right away too. Like I just pull up to the draft dude. Fucking, I'd be the first one in line. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, it'd be maybe one person, two people in front of me, but it was always really slow. Yeah. Well, Beto did something for Mario Day. What about you, Joe? Um, I was, I was, I, I vaguely considered buying um, 3D World because I still not gone through the Bowser's. Is it Bowser's Revenge? Bowser's Fury. Yeah, Bowser's Fury. They mm-hmm. I've never gone through that, so that's something that I haven't played that's Mario related. So I was thinking about buying it. I, I uh, you know, I didn't, but it did make me think. I was like, ah, how long is that, anyways? You can probably beat it in like two hours, I think. Okay. Two or three. It's a little, it's a little something. It's a little slim for something. Depending on if you want to be like a collection whore in it. Yeah. It's great though. It's a it's a good showing of like what could be next. Kind of like mm-hmm. change up in gameplay. It's pretty cool. Wait, which one? Uh, Bowser's Free. The add on extra on on uh, Super Mario 3D World. Mm. But uh, for me, for, for me, for Mario Day, I I didn't do anything. I just said, oh, it's Mario Day. That's awesome. But bringing that up and also six years of Nintendo Switch, I wanted to ask you guys. Because, you know, rumors, we're going to get a new Switch, whether it's this year, next year, whatever. I just wanted to see from you guys, what did you, what do you guys want from the next Switch? I mean, I feel like a lot of people want something um, better, better uh, specs. Mm-hmm. Um 4K, because they're always, I mean, since I don't know fucking how long, they've always been really behind with technology. So I would like something that looks fucking, I mean, but they use what they got and they make shit look great. Yeah. But I want to see them fucking just, fucking just make something look even better than it already does in 4K. That's something simple that, you know, that we a lot of people want. Mm-hmm. Joe, are there any specific stuff for the next Switch that you want? Not really. Um, I just think whatever they do, um, continue to make the focus high quality games. The the games that you release are the most important thing. Um, I appreciate, you know, me, uh, I guess maybe just getting older, the less gimmicky shit. Um, But I mean, Nintendo... You never know what Nintendo's going to do. You really mm-hmm. don't. So it's always like, it's always them to be It's like, is it, what's the next thing going to be that separates them from everybody else? Um, but, you know, whatever they choose to do, you know, the games are the most important part. And, you know, generally speaking, their first party t- titles knock it out of the park. And that's just the biggest thing I would expect is to continue to do that. What would you say would have been the the gimmick thing about the Nintendo Switch besides it being a portable haptic 
haptic feedback, which the HD rumble is what it was called. Yeah. No, I think I think the hybrid was the I think it being the hybrid console was the the biggest uh, uh, selling point to it. It's like, hey, well, this yeah, is, that's uh, the biggest selling point. But what I'm I'm more talking about the gimmick that was added on to that, and and what Bethel just said was the HD rumble. Like that was a cool idea, and it was only one game that utilized it which was one, two switch where you can feel where the balls were <laughs> like yeah. how many balls are in here. Cool. Two. No one else used HD rumble for anything yeah. significant for the rest of the Wii's life or sorry, the Switch's life. But, but yeah, no, but you're talking about it being the hybrid is was the selling point. Yes. But I, I'm talking about gimmick, like how you guys I like to that, say that the no, waggle was I the mean, gimmick. This year, I think, I mean, this generation, I think that was the gimmick. It's not really a gimmick. But isn't which gimmick is why, which, used as a term of a negativity? Which I would say the hybrid isn't negative. No, not necessarily. I mean, I, think uh, we may, can, I mean, people I, look can look at it as that. But I mean, this is the, the the thing that separates it from other consoles. I always look at it. To me, the gimmick is that. that that's what I look at when I say gimmick. Sometimes gimmick is good. It doesn't necessarily. I, I think of gimmick as a pro wrestling term, so it doesn't yeah. necessarily mean bad things. For. Um, for us, I feel like uh, we, we made the word gimmick a negative thing because we were referring to gimmicks uh, associating it with, with Nintendo. Yeah. 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 In this case, though, like the gimmick, in my opinion, the gimmick was the fact that this was a hybrid console that could be used as a handheld and as a standalone console. And, and, and in this case, that was a fucking great call. It was a great move. So, you know, the tablet can... So they basically... You know, in, 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 in truth, they really streamlined. They basically took the Wii. In a lot of cases, when you look at it, they took the Wii U, which was two things, mm-hmm. the, the, which was two parts, the console and a tablet controller, and said, let's just put this into a fucking tablet. And it made all the sense. And people were like, yeah, this is awesome. You know, if you really think about it, that's what they did. Um, and, of course, I mean, it was better. And, and then, you know, but I think, you know, for them, again, their first two years, that release schedule, uh, I've seen nothing similar to that. It was so fucking fire. It was hard. You you wanted a Wii. Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry. I said, I said, <laughs> you Everyone, wanted no, a fucking Switch. Everyone wanted a Wii. That is true. No, no. You wanted a fucking Switch. Yeah. Because every month there was something cool. And a lot of these games were Wii U games that nobody fucking played or not that many people played. And they were brand new again. It's like, uh, like at this point, how old is uh, Mario Kart uh, eight now? Six years old. Because didn't, it, didn't old. it come out launch of the Switch? It I did. mean, with the Wii, talking about the Wii though. Oh, no, it's the Wii. Ten? No. Wii, yeah. yeah. This game's still fucking coming out, coming out to be released. And I, like, again, and like, how old is? I know Smash Brothers is, you know, is uh, Smash Ultimate, but like it was kind of a takeoff to the, the 3DS and the Wii U version. I mean, no, we, we that confirmed been... that it wasn't. It was built from the ground up. Okay, it was built from the ground up, but I mean, it was there were similarities. Similar, so, yeah. I mean, but then you can say that with any Mario Kart. True. But, I still but it did like, have that a lot of what similar you saw, feeling, too. A lot of what you saw in in that, in that the, the 3DS Smash and the Wii U Smash, it, I don't know. To me, the the new Smash, regardless if it was remade or not, felt like a a a point five refresher. Now I could be wrong on that, right? And if I am, that's fine. But like, like I said, going back to Mario Kart Eight, that's a great example of a game that, I mean, man, 
to get 10 years of life out of that, that's fucking amazing when you really think about it. And that's awesome. That's great. Um, and I think, like, like I said, first two years was such a fucking, they had such a awesome roadmap. Like, hey, this is what's coming out this month. And then next month, this is what's coming out. And then here's this one. And you're like, dude, there's shit's coming out the entire fucking time. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, it was, um, it was amazing. So it helped, you know, grow it. I mean, I really hope the next console does that. That's that's going to be the most important thing. Give us that that bloop, that, that, that roadmap of releases and be like, oh, fuck, I want this. Because yeah. this is when this is coming out and this is when that's coming out. And this is going to give me a, a steady stream of games. You know, that's that's big. Mm-hmm. How important to you guys is backwards compatibility? And I'll give you an example. Um, not only it, your library from this Switch moving over to the what the next console, which is we're pretty sure it will be the same hybrid model of a, a handheld and a portable. I mean, sorry, a handheld and a home console. Um, how much is that? How important is that to you? And also, how important is the service just to you as well? Uh, Nintendo Online, just to be... The same thing, but on this new system and everything crossover. I think that's the most. I think that's the, the route they should continue to go. At this point, don't don't. I mean, don't rock the boat. Don't want, don't want, don't not, want, not to a huge degree. I mean, obviously, backwards compatibility. I think should in theory be easier now. Mm-hmm. I guess it just depends on what they release. Um, that's a that's a start. You know, even if it's just. The Switch games, um, you know, being being compatible. That's that's a start. When it comes to anything beyond that, retro, anything older, just I think that Switch Online should be the focal point, right? You get to play the online games, you get these games, keep those games on there. Mm-hmm. Don't make people start all over again. I think that would be a fucking terrible move, right? You have this, you have this little library of games on your fucking Switch. If you're a Switch Online user, if you have the Online Plus expansion. You got the SNES games and all that other stuff, right? Yeah. So when the new console comes out, don't make people go like, yeah, you're going to have to re, you know, oh, we're doing something different now. You can't access these. I think that would be a fucking terrible, a shitty thing to do. I just think you got to keep continue to turn stuff out. I mean, and at this rate, fine, turn it out at whatever, you know, snail's pace of a rate that you do for games but don't take away what the people already you've already given them if they're paying for that service yeah that should that should be a given yeah i agree i feel like they should keep that going and uh, expand on the the uh that service um but i feel like they're not gonna even have that one if if they once they come out with it they're gonna like, reintroduce it <laughs> and then yeah it's gonna be sh- fucking shitty or if worse um they're like nintendo line nintendo online is for the next switch but coming soon. And you're like, yeah. what do you mean? Shouldn't it just be there at launch? No, yeah. I get what you're saying. So besides stuff like it being in 4K, is there anything from maybe consoles past, not games, but any features or anything you'd like to see put into the Switch that that maybe ha- was missing from previous things, whether it was handheld or home console? Just something you'd like to see on there. Again, I'm not talking about gimmick, but something that you enjoy that you were kind of like maybe, oh, I kind of like that. It kind of sucks that wasn't on Switch. I would like to see that maybe be something for the next console. The Game Boy Advance player? <laughs> you just attached <laughs> yeah. to that? Uh, no, I can't think of well, for me, and I know it will not happen because it drains battery like fucking crazy, but if there was something to this extent for the Switch, it would be cool to me 
if you're a portable fan. Uh, I loved Street Pass on 3DS. I thought oh, that was a fun thing right. to do. If you had it on you, you connect with other people. I understand yeah. why it didn't come out on Switch. It drained the battery. <laughs> and the battery on the Switch is already shit. You know, I mean, it got, it's gotten better, but still, you, you wouldn't want to do that. But if there was some sort of idea like that, something where you can kind of get a Street Pass thing, if anything, maybe, maybe not having to take the console, maybe an app on your phone that would connect to other ones... And then you just bring it over to your Switch that connects automatically. Just something to get that feeling of like, oh, I, I walked across, you know, oh, I, I went to Joe's house. Oh, we, we solved the puzzle or we played this game together yeah. and, and this little his little character. Like, I had so much fun with that feature on 3DS that it would be cool if if the console itself or an application on your phone had that same. Maybe the application on the phone wouldn't feel the same, but yeah. you get what I'm saying. Like that was such a cool feature that I, I don't think it is necessary, but something I would like to see because I thought it gave it something unique, especially something for a handheld and stuff. Yeah. But for me, that would be something like that for me for for a Switch. Besides, 4K visuals and 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 of course a better looking, you know, console and things like that. I, that's something I would I would prefer to have on there, just because it it made it fun, it made it unique. Yeah. So, we've spent all this time with Nintendo Switch. We had great memories, a lot of great games on there. But was there something that you wanted for Switch that never came out that you kind of hope will come out for the next console? You know what mine is. Mary Kane Ashley Sweet 16. <laughs> uh, no, Punch-Out. I just, yeah. I would love a Punch-Out. And I know Joe Joe doesn't believe, oh, Jesse. but I have, I, have, I have belief it's going to happen. Whether it's going to be on Switch or the next console, uh, Punch-Out is is what I'm looking for. Or maybe even a sequel to something that you enjoyed that you haven't seen. Um, even if it's third party or whatever. Uh, first thing I thought of was Fatal Frame. But we've had a couple of Fatal Frame Yeah, games. but... Like a new one? Yeah. Like Deathstroke vs. Capcom 2. Damn. Yeah. I would love that. That would, that would be cool. Tatsunuku versus Capcom. Tatsuniki. Do you think... Tanuki Super Mario versus Capcom 2. Do you think... Nintendo will continue having the third-party support they've been having with Switch? We support it. Yeah. Oh, well, we support it, but... Uh, companies. <laughs> if... It, I, I always do... It always boils down to this to me. If people are buying the console, they'll have the support. That's what it boils down to. If people ain't buying the yeah. console, mm-hmm. then then no. Yeah. But if people are buying the fucking console, they will they will, it, it, if you build it, they will come. They will come. <laughs> That's really what it boils down to. <laughs> All right. Big final question: Will EA finally put a Madden on Switch? God, I hope not. <laughs> what if the me- the terrible. what would... if what if the Switch? Okay, no joke. What if the Switch version? Of Madden was better than the PS5. Hold on, hold on. PS5 and Xbox version just because it's only better because it's more arcadey. <laughs> like they they don't they're not giving you the sim. They're actually giving you a fun arcade, close to Blitz, but not really Blitz. But that is a better reviewed game. Could you see a future where that the Switch version of the arcade Madden is better reviewed than regular Madden? No, you know what? No, they tried doing that with the Wii. No, because they do not want to spend money and time on something new to fucking work on. They'll farm it out to like a European people who made soccer games. That costs money. Oh, okay. No, they give them like two dollars an hour. <laughs> All right, cool. All right. 
But uh, any final words on anything for the final, for the next Switch that you're hoping for? Okay, here's the thing. Do you guys think it'll get announced this year or announced next year? I don't know. Who knows at this point? I can see it getting announced this year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. I'll say, yeah, it's going to get announced this year. I think so, too. Do we see something? Mm, It's probably going to be, like, really vague, like last time with the Switch. Oh, okay. Or it's probably going to come out, like, rumors and stuff. Oh, this is what this will look like. This is going to have all the teraflops. <laughs> You're going to be flopping around on this bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when it all comes down to it, whatever the next console is going to be, I think Nintendo is really going to... People are either going to take it multiple ways. Either Nintendo plays it safe and they're going to give you the next, the same thing, but better. And I think some people will be like, good, don't change it up too much. Don't try to do a Wii U thing. Um, do you think people will be upset if it doesn't do a crazy new gimmick thing? Hmm. The next console was gonna. The next console will actually. Here it is. I'm gonna fucking call it right now. The next console will be a combination. Uh, Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. Boombox. <laughs> boombox video game console. They're going to bring back the boombox. So it's going to be like, you don't even need speakers for this thing. It does it fucking itself. And it's going to fucking have a, uh, a fucking five disc CD changer in it. And it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be on fire. Nice. Talking about that real quick. This is off topic. Um, remember when the Xbox Series X was shown off? What was the thing people said that it looked like? Uh, a fridge, like a, oh, yeah, 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 that's right. And then they made a fridge. Yeah. And then they, I heard it was a shitty fridge that was too loud. But anyway, they made a fridge, right? Uh-huh. Now, the first time you guys saw an Xbox Series S, what did it look like to you? A speaker. There you go. So what yeah, do you think? So <laughs> yeah, right. And it looked cool, actually. Yeah. You know what? As I would want to just get in this because it looks like a speaker. <laughs> I would want to get two because it looks like two speakers. Okay. So what do you think they're making next? A fridge. No, no, no. Well, they made the fridge. So, <laughs> so freezer. based, based, on, based, a fucking stove. So based on, based a microwave. on the, another, hmm. and it's, it's based on the Xbox series S. I don't know if this is true, but what do you think they're going to make that be? Toaster. How the fuck do you know? Is it really? Yeah. They're making a toaster. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm like, why did you make a speaker? <laughs> I was I, like, you said toaster. I, I guess, it, I guess it does. I guess I'm wrong. I was going to complain and say, I was going to complain and say like, they should have made it a fucking speaker. I would have bought that. I just guessed. <laughs> no, you said, yeah. They're ma- so if, if it's true, they're making a fucking toaster, which is stupid. They should have just made a speaker. Cause I would have bought two, maybe four. Cause it would have looked like cool. Two speakers. <laughs> Idiots. Anyway, that's going to be... People like toasters, though, Jesse. Yeah, but I want a speaker because it looks like a speaker. <laughs> Is the toast going to have an X on it? It better. Ooh, that'd be pretty, that'd be pretty Actually, cool. you know, if it did, I, I'd be okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'll, buy, I'll buy two of these because that's four pieces of toast. At the same time, I don't have to wait. <laughs> but yeah, that's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrolpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrolpodcast. Remember, you can send us any question you want to know. You can tell us anything. You want to ask us what we think of some upcoming fighting games, some upcoming games. Maybe maybe you want to ask us more questions about the Nintendo Switch sequel to the prequel. 
whatever you want. Ask Joe about how WrestleMania was. I don't care. Just ask us anything. We're all about answering questions. So, I am your host, Jesse P.S. Liberal with... Beto misses WrestleMania, as far as a... <laughs> and... Miss WrestleMania. Drummers. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. <laughs> Is it ringing? Yeah. He says, you ready? He's probably jerking it. He's probably jerking it while he twerks it. Do you think you can twerk it while jerking it? Yeah, fuck yeah. Do you think the twerking helps? Yeah, because you're thrusting. I think that'd be too hard. You think so? It would be really hard. I know in that way. Here, show me. See, see if you can do it. You do that good. I'm proud of you. <laughs> twerk, they call that a twerk jerk. The twerk jerk. No one has said that yet. We can we can make a meme out of it. This bitch didn't answer. He's just a big old hoe, dude. He says, you ready? And I say... Eat a dick. It's gonna call you too. Don't do that. Oh yeah. All right. So hit hit where it says butt butt stuff dragons. Oh yeah, that's right. Touch it. Yeah. Okay. And now go to. I know yeah. where to go, bitch. <laughs>